All right, man. Later, Be, well. Be good, man. Appreciate y'all. There right, they boy. go, man. Bucky and BK, uh, just the best to do it to get us kicked off here on Texas Sports Unfiltered. Welcome to Chaos Theory on this Friday. My name is Wags, and that is Double R. We uh, actually, our government names is Adam and Rodney. That's what our mothers call us. Anyways, um, welcome to Chaos Theory. You can hit me up on Twitter at not or X at not the fake Wags. You can hit Rodney up at the Rodney R, and then also on the gram, it's the underscore Rodney R, and then I'm at the Wagner Wire on the gram and all other social media platforms what's going on my guy happy friday happy friday to cb i see you in here already my guy glenn yep. happy friday glenn what's up rue happy friday rex saint charles i think that's the first time i've seen you in here on this show happy friday and thank you for the first comment there yep. longhorn bear always nice to see you dj eddie g good to see you good morning tom mckay on the Text line, good morning there. As a matter of fact, code of text line, 512-222-9328. Shout out to everybody else there. And a happy Friday to all that's listening to us everywhere else on that mm-hmm. app and whatnot as well. What's going on, my guy? How was your Thursday? Did you watch any basketball last night? You're a, I did, you're a Spurs I did fan. Did you watch did some Wimby? I, I saw that I saw that they put up a hell of a fight, but um, and still lost. But but that's okay. Not not a lot of basketball. Uh, kind of getting ready for the weekend. And like Dan, or oh, here it is, right here. Like Dan is talking about. I got to tell you, man, Michael C. What What's up, Michael about, C. Yeah, what I'm excited about right here is obviously you know we're we're kind of bummed out here. That What's we up, thought- Dan? We thought that uh, we might be going to Houston this weekend for that, but that's okay. Um, we can preview that game on Monday or talk about it today, whatever you think, Wax. But, um, man, I'm excited for some NFL. This is going to be one hell of an NFL weekend, I think, uh, with so many divisions still you know, at stake and playoff spots to be had. Uh, I'm really excited that Week 18 is something that we're going to be able to sit here and, and break down some really cool shit on Monday. And it's also it's it's division contest too, right? Which also yeah. makes it even more sweeter. So you'd like to sit there and everybody rolls out trends and tendencies for what's happening, you know, the last 10 games and, and stuff like that. I always throw that stuff out of the out of the scenario. Out, you know, it's an uncontrolled variable when you're messing with division games. Yeah. Look at what happened. I mean, in case in point. How how awful how awful are the Giants, Rodney? I know. How awful are they? Seriously, they they are really bad, dude. Bottom um, of the barrel, bottom of the barrel team. Yeah, yeah. They Absolutely. they put up one hell of a fight against Philadelphia. All right. Mm-hmm. Now look, Philadelphia hasn't looked good the past two weeks, and now there's per, there's rumors saying that there's locker room trouble already. Mm-hmm. So, um, not exactly where you want to be if you're Philadelphia. Um, getting ready to go to the dance here. Uh, you want to have the most polished shoes that you can and, and the best, uh, you know, suit going in there to be all fly and stuff. But, hell, Dallas is looking daper, and Philly is looking, you know, fucked up right now at the moment. Excuse my French. But, uh, yeah, man, um, not exactly the best of trends there. Uh, Detroit, I thought Detroit played very damn well against Dallas. So, I can't wait. I, I got a feeling we're going to see Dallas and Detroit again. Yeah. Um, before there's a, a you know an end matchup i think dallas will get the best of detroit one more time um look I, I thought this was detroit's game to get right so i thought maybe you know detroit was the better team this time dallas will will sure it up a little bit and be the better team coming up in the playoffs if they meet uh one more time in the postseason um but some one of these two teams dallas dallas or detroit is going to play san francisco san francisco is going to be one of the rep 
the main representative for the NFC. They'll be the number one seed, and dude, they're they're going to. I hate to to put the cart before the horse, man, and and break you know give you my Super Bowl picks before you even do you know postseason playoff picks. But I I just yeah. got San Francisco right now out of the NFC. I, I mean, there's some formidable teams out of the NFC, but I don't think anybody's going to beat the 49ers right now. They it don't matter who's at quarterback. You know, I, I I'll be interested to see what Sam Darnold does in Shanahan's offense with the twos, as a matter yeah. of fact, because because yeah. San Francisco's San Francisco is probably going to lose because they're not playing their ones this week, and and not many people are, but um, you you still like there there are some teams that are fighting. There are a few teams fighting. Hell, the the entire NFC South and AFC South are fighting for a shot to get into the playoffs. So that's some pretty damn good football there. Um, I don't know. What about you? What's your favorite? What's one of your favorite matchups this week that's going to are pretty much jumping off the slate to you? Playoffs? Don't talk about it. playoffs. You kidding me? I'm waiting for you. So I, I was hoping. There I know is. we Biden in, in uh, Bucky and BK. I, I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait until the, you know, later on in the in the show to play it again, man. They wasted it. They burned it, man. I wanted to play it. Yeah. Well, I really think that, I mean, I'll go back to the, to the Sunday night game. I, I think that Dolphins Bills game, that that's going to be the best one. I think that we're going to actually have that playoff feel. I mean, I, I know a lot of things are already in limbo, but I mean, what's you look so at sexy Buff- about this one for you? Honestly, for me, it's the Buffalo scenario because okay. they could they could either be the number two seed in the AFC or they could miss the fucking playoffs. I mean that you want to talk about you want to talk about um, you know a playoff feel for them, and it has been for them because they they've had to they've had to just be winning ball games because they they past they, couple they, weeks they, now, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think that's going to be really cool to watch, and I'm glad that that's kind of the game that's going to book in the whole weekend right there. But I mean, obviously, I mean, you got to sit here and go watch uh, all the different uh, matchups that we have here. And like we said, you know, so many, so many um, spots and divisions still in limbo. I think that's really the cool thing to where a lot of times you get to week 18, and it's like, okay, you know, talking about Lamar Jackson's not going to play, and all this that and the other. It's like, you know, that's what you get on week 18 where some of these games ain't worth a shit, but I think uh, this year is really cool because I think we get to see a lot of really good uh, shit counts, shit counts, and there's that parody that we talked about. And Wags, when you're talking there about the NFC, it's like, man, I don't know about San Francisco. Um, you know, maybe Detroit or Dallas. I mean, one of these teams could go in there and knock them off. I mean, I just don't know. And that's the beauty of this to where there's not a there's not a clearly defined um, – um team apparently in, in either, in either division uh, yeah yeah apparently i mean Dal- dalvin cook goes to the ravens where yep. I, I sit there and preach about why he should have been a damn cowboy um jerry open another oil well or something yep. man open an oil well dude um or or i don't know how you get your damn money i'm just being you know dramatic or whatnot I'm being stupid but still man like he, dalvin cook i thought would have been a great a great catch. I, I talked about it yesterday. I'm not going to break it down any further today to exhaustion. Um, but yeah, dude, not well, out, apparently you think your your ground and pound and rushing attack is fine. I don't think no. so. Um, no. You need it more solidified a little bit more, especially if you get into the playoffs. Who knows if you're you know going to be ho- you're you're, de- you're clearly not. You're not the one, so you're not going to be hosting uh, at Dallas throughout the playoffs. Here, you're going to have to go on a you know. Thankfully, San Francisco. It's it's in a decent climate, so you know you might be able to have somewhat of 
a CD Lamb effect. But my God, I mean, I don't, I don't know how you can sit there and say that that the Dallas Cowboys can beat San Francisco. I just see way too many weapons for San Francisco right now, man. Especially when they're firing on all on all cylinders. Uh, Brock Purdy comes back after a four interception game and then plays lights out. I mean, dude, and hell, maybe that can happen, you know, in the playoffs. But hell, Purdy was almost Mister Perfect for yeah. an entire campaign. So. Well, and this is what last postseason he he threw maybe one interception. I I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was only one interception. So, well, and this is where, you know, for me, you know, as a Cowboy fan, that's where that Dallas Cowboy PTSD kicks back in again, because it's like, okay, if it's round one against Green Bay, you would like to think that that Dallas would would would, you know, bode well in that matchup at AT&T Stadium, but then you get, you get to that round two. I mean, that's kind of been the stumbling block right there. And ha- if it is Detroit, which it seems that that would be the case, you know, you have everything that happened a couple of weeks ago or last week, whenever that was, you had all of that that happened there. So Detroit's going to come in and, um, you know, I, I don't know. It, it it's, it's very sad for me to say that if the Cowboys could get through the Packers, if that's who that's going to be, and then Detroit in round two in the divisional round, that you know getting to the NFC Championship would be a win on the season for me, because it. <laughs> but that's just the state of, of where we are as Dallas Cowboy fans. Is you know you get to that game and lose, yeah, good season, and that um, I don't know, man. It um, it's got to play itself out, but the whole thing is wags that we've been talking about throughout the year, and I think it's the same thing on the AFC side when we talk about Cleveland, when we talk about Buffalo, if they're able to get themselves in, you don't know what's going to happen because everything is so topsy turvy. It's back and forth; everything changes from week to week. And you know, I happen to think with Baltimore and San Francisco, they both get a week off. Uh, maybe they're going to rest some guys this week. Is that really an advantage? Because we see. Monday night, I think that Texas came into this game after a four week layoff or whatever that was. Yeah, but that was that was a four week layoff, man. That wasn't that wasn't a week layoff. That was a month layoff. If you're talking rest versus scenario here, this is two weeks. Yeah, I mean, I I think I think two weeks would be well in hand, and these are pros, right? I mean, these guys, anything can happen with collegiate sports. I say this all the time. Hell, you know, a girlfriend could cheat on you. Um, you know, you could be. It's, you know, grades could be messing with you or whatnot. Well, hell, let's be real, man. With NIL, who's, who's yeah. really worried about grades that much anymore? Yeah. But I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot more things that, that could interfere or, uh, you know, mess with a collegiate athlete's mind over a, a professional athlete's mind. And that's, I'm not trying to, to minimize anything from a professional athlete, but hell, you're a professional athlete. So, well, I mean, what, at this point, there's really no such thing as um, amateur sports anymore, or yeah. or yeah. student athletes anymore, right? I mean, if you're getting paid, yeah, I guess you're expected to perform. I don't. It's it's funny because you asked me about say or not um Saban, but you asked me about Aaron Rodgers on Pat McAfee yesterday, and I didn't see that, right? So after the show, I, I turned one of the TVs on to mm-hmm. the Pat McAfee show, and he had. Uh, Saban on right and Saban was talking about how you have to have some type of contractual agreement to these collegiate athletes that are taking you know NIL money and uh and and whatnot and and try and hold them at least somewhat obligated to fulfill it in order to you know 
earn the the rest of the money or the full end of the contract, right? And part of that obligation was to play in your bowl game, or at least that's what that's what I deduced from. And I felt like that's what he was alluding to. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Like, if because everyone else has to fulfill a, a, a contractual obligation and agreement, shouldn't mm-hmm. the student athlete that's taken the NIL have to fulfill some type of a con- contractual agreement towards the team or or maybe that's kind of i guess you know one of the mandates or or one of the clauses inside of the contract yeah 100 percent, dude um and right quick uh my man right here longhorn laundry uh got to meet this dude up on the gazebo there in new orleans man he came up this is the ultimate Texas Longhorn fan right here as he came up I got to put I got to put his hat on while he was uh on the air with the guys uh great meeting you man and looking forward to doing some really cool stuff uh Longhorn Laundry yes absolutely because that to me that that was always kind of the downfall before NIL where we would talk about these college football coaches where they would ink these large deals you know you know so and so whatever coach it was they would sign a five-year deal worth however many millions of dollars or 10-year deals, whatever it was, and then boom, they could just take off. And that's that's really how this thing has shifted to where, I mean, the athletes are able to do this too, where, where they go in with NIL. You, you need to be held accountable. Um they call it a contract. They call it an agreement for whatever reason, you know, whether you're doing a docu sign, whether you're signing in pen and paper. I mean, when, when, when you agree to something, that whole commitment thing, you know, like wags, we talk about all the time to where it's like, okay, so-and-so committed. It's like, okay, are they really committed? Does that really mean anything these days? And that's where I think where, where you go into NIL. I mean, that you need to be held accountable for crying out loud with these kids. It's part of growing up, dude, your word, Wags, I'm old, man. I am way old. Your word, much less your signature or your commitment, means a hell of a lot. Or yeah, you're, you're only you're only you're you're only as good as your your, your, your word, yeah. right? That's yeah. that's what I was always taught. But uh yeah. dumb, dumb, dumb. Do I even want to know what that means? I don't even know what that means. No. Oh. <laughs> okay. I don't even know what that means. Um, I mean, I think I get it. I think I get it. And I think I would probably uh, do an right. NIL. What's your, favorite, what's your favorite game this, this week? Dude, Dude I, what's your favorite you know, game this week? Besides, I, besides the prime timer that you just said of um, what? The damn. Yeah, the the you're an asshole. Stop. You got to stop doing that stuff, man. <laughs> hey, right. I, I think um, I, I think the noon game. I think the noon game with the Browns and the Bengals is going to be pretty good. I mean, right there with Cleveland and and Cincinnati, um, obviously, um, you know, Joe Burrow not there. But, uh, but I mean, it's been really cool to see how Cincinnati has kind of filled the hole right there. Uh, that That's a good old, um, you know, AFC Norris uh, rivalry there. I think that'll be some sm- smash mouth football happening there. I mean, the Bears and the Packers. I think that's another one right there, how right. we've watched, you know, the Bears uh, – they seem to be a little more resurgent. Uh, Green Bay, you got to win that game to get yourself in the playoffs to head to AT&T Stadium if, if the Cowboys can beat the Redskins. So I think those two games right there, and and the thing about it is th- that's your noontime game, and then you have the 325 bracket right there uh, for the second one. So I think those are going to be really cool to watch. I, I, I wish 
I really wish that the um, that the NFC South matchup wasn't Tampa Bay and 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 the Panthers. I wish it was Tampa Bay and the Falcons because it, I, I think the Tampa Bay is probably going to come out and just beat the living shit out of um, the Jaguar or uh, the the Panthers. So that's going to extinguish a lot of the drama that we're trying to build there for the AFC South. But uh, man, th- this is some good stuff. Um, Jets and Patriots might be fun. I mean, what happens to Bill Belichick? You know, he refuses to talk about his future, but I think that's a super important game to where he's going to want to go out with the sprint. Does, I would hope. I've so I've seen reports to where Kraft and Belichick have had agreements to or mutual agreements to part ways at the end of the season. Um, I don't know how much all that is gonna actually pan out right uh, no. i do feel like how much of an anomaly is this for just a, a tumultuous season for the patriots or is this something that we've seen coming for the past three years with the arrival of mac jones now look mac jones took him to the playoffs in in his rookie season but was he still riding off the coattails of one tom brady um you know it's hard you you remove the goat and you'll you'll see a you know an immediate drop off in in production right but you insert mac jones and you could also argue that hey you know the system that brady was was supported by was still there so how much has that system been broken down can they reinstitute that and if so how soon and does bill belichick want to stick around for that that's that's my Last and final question for Bill Belichick is, do you want to go through this mess? That That's the whole thing. I, I mean, and the thing about it is, I mean, we've seen a he's gradual. Pushing, he's pushing on career wins too, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Isn't he coming up yeah. on the career record for, for most yeah. wins? Yeah. And and that's the whole thing. It's been a gradual decline there for him. And and, and the other part of that is that, that I've mentioned a couple of time wags is, is I think that, you know, wearing two hats, I mean, being the football coach and then being the GM. And I think on the GM side is maybe where he has struggled um, somewhat. And well, that's who would where you bring in for a GM. I mean, there's, you know, damn well that Bill Belichick's got a list of, of people that he would want to work with. And that's the thing is, is this a scenario? And this is what I want to ask you. I mean, let's look at the, let's look at the, let's look at the Los Angeles Chargers situation. That to me seems to be the most ideal thing for Bill Belichick to go to, uh, whether it be via trade, whether it be a mutual parting right there with Bob Kraft, whatever they're going to do in, in, in New England at the end of the season for, for him to exit that job, if that's indeed what he's going to do. But you, you have a lot of conversation back and forth, especially with hiring the new agent with Jim Harbaugh, you know, a very NFL-centric agent that he has hired uh, to help guide him on his next move. Is he going back to Michigan? Win or lose what happens on Monday? I think he's out of there because they're going to slam really? the hammer on this dude. It's going to really? be a Pete Carroll thing. Oh, yeah. Well, who takes over Michigan? Then, Sharon? Well, hell, yeah. You, you, hell, you have the guy that's uh, he, been Yeah, he, I mean, he, he proved himself this, this year. <laughs> yeah. I mean. You've got it the basically head. it's basically him anyways. Yeah, he's the offensive coordinator too, right? So yeah. he's the way he's the play caller. If you're if you're that family over there in charge of in charge of the Chargers, that I mean, I don't know if winning is really what they seem to be tailoring themselves to for some of the moves that they made. But I mean, between having the quarterback and that team in place, who would you go for? I mean, would you want to go get Bill Belichick? to pop into that system. Would you want to go get Jim Harbaugh who loves California? I mean, I really think he wants to get back there, you know, from his time at Stanford and, and all of his pedigree. I mean, where do you go? 
because th that really seems to be the most appealing job. We can talk about Chicago. What's going to happen with Justin Fields? I said it yesterday. Before you make that decision, I think you need to figure out what you're going to do in the front office and with your head coach. Let them dictate what's going to happen next. you you got to get all of that in line. The commander's job is going to become available. I mean, Ron Rivera is not going to be back. No, um, Riverboat Ryan's going. But who wants that? That's, that's not an appealing job. No, uh, Rodney. Uh, to, no. And, and regardless of of Snyder being removed or not, man, it's still it's a debacle. It's a terrible venue to play in. It's it's falling down. It's falling apart. Anybody mm -hmm. that's been there knows that there's just holes everywhere. Uh, so whenever they take on water, e hell, even when there's no water, there's stadium. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, yeah. it, it, oh, it's, yeah. uh, I and that's just being me being petty as a fan and, and going to that venue. But still, it, it's 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 a franchise that for whatever reason or not, for the past 20 years or so, and it's probably because of Dan Snyder, has just had a cloud looming over it, over that. And who wants to be in, who wants to be in the politicized swamp of D.C.? Not me, all right? That's where, that's where we're from. That's where I'm from. So uh, there's a reason why I left. So this is just, of course, this is me having a, you know, an opinion from being back there or whatnot. Sure. But I'm telling anybody, any, I mean, I don't care how big the paycheck is. Actually, if the paycheck's big enough, you don't even have to live in D.C. You can probably get flown in there like Snyder did. Yeah. But, um, yeah, dude, uh, I, I don't wouldn't take that job. I would still want to stay with the Patriots, man. Um, it's the devil that's known at this point, right? Um, unless, you know, unless you're moving into a bright and sunny situation, uh, which well, I there's just there just isn't one. There just isn't one in the NFL right now. Well, I mean, you could even say that the the Chargers is a bright and sunny situation. Maybe, um, maybe you could fix it in in a year or two. But hell, man, um, it, it seemed like for a while the Chargers just haven't been able to get out of their own way. So I don't know if and and how much of a how much of a challenge is Belichick willing to take on right now? I think the best challenge that he has is to right the ship that he has with the Patriots. It's everybody is already written off, right? Everybody's like, Oh, the Patriots are gone. You know, the rain is over. Um, it might be, but I mean, it would be pretty cool to see Belichick fix it for the next person to take over for the succession plan. Yeah. And that's where I go back to with the chargers thing. I mean, because it, I mean, you want to talk about much, much maligned. I mean, it's been Brandon Staley there with the chargers to where all of that has been there. I mean, I've compared them so many times to, to the Cowboys over in the NFC to where it's like, man, you put them in really good spots and they can't get to their, get out of their own way. I mean, they find ways to muck this thing up, you know, no matter the scenario right there. But I think that's where you go back to what you were talking about there with Bill Belichick when it comes to all time wins and so forth. Do how much is he focused in on that? I mean, if that's a goal for him right now, which I, I don't know if it is or not. I think a lot of that shadow over him has been after the divorce. Brady goes to Tampa Bay, wins a Super Bowl. You know, it's like, oh, my God, you know, Brady's the greatest or whatever. Um, you know, Bill was no good without Tom. I mean, that's that's where you look at that. What What is Bill's focus right now? Does he want to go? I mean, I think his probability of – getting back in the playoffs is better with the chargers than it's going to be in new England because he's, he's having to rebuild. Um, but well, at the think, same time, I like, think to, to go off of what you were just talking about with yeah. the whole Patriots is him wearing two hats, right? If he can get back to being the head coach, just the, the, the sole head coach and that being his only duty, um, he'd be able to, I, I, I guess, um, be able to, to supervise his entire team better, right? Like, that's for me, but how much is he – for me, that's the, the number one thing for Belichick, but 
how much is he willing to give up in in terms of of his I don't want to say power, but for lack of a better terms, or his I guess his his tutelage, so to speak, or his influence, right? Because I'm sure as GM, he likes the end all say all on who's coming in for his personnel, right? Puppet master. Yeah. I mean, pulling the strings. I mean, he wants, he's to be been doing guy. that for 20 years, but it's been work or, or it feels like he's been doing that for 20 years, but it's been working Rodney. It, it's That's just the whole had. thing. I mean, it really has, but you know, they've fallen on hard times. I mean, what's the direction right there, you know, that Bob Kraft wants to go here. And that's, that's where this gets so interesting because it's like, you don't fire this guy. I mean, you can't, you can't just come out on black Monday, which is Monday. You can't come out. We're going to see the dominoes begin to fall. I mean, you are not going to fire this guy. I mean, it, it's got to be a very meticulous process. that's going to happen here that would remove him from those positions. I'm looking, uh, for, I'm looking for the, the top GMs that would be viable to work with Bill Belichick. Who who are some of the GMs? Do you know off the top of your head? Maybe chat does. Um, who are some of the the GMs that would work well or would be best suited to work with Belichick up in New England right now if they were to kind of restart and rekindle this entire thing? Throw it in chat and throw it on the uh well, code of text line as well, please. 512-222-9328. Thank you so much. You know, Wags, I mean, I think that if you really look at this, I mean, the whole system of everything that, that has happened in, in, in New England all this time, maybe the guy from Houston. I mean, look what look what he's done here with with the with the Texans. I mean, we're talking about the Texans possibly getting into the playoffs to where you know we we thought they were going to win three or four games. I mean, maybe that's a guy. But I mean, do you leave those scenarios? I mean, that that's a whole different thing right now. Is it do do you want to walk away from a really good scenario to go rebuild? And that's you know the best example that I can see is you know what what happened in Detroit. I mean, look at that. I mean, you get a brand new GM, you go and you get, you get Dan Campbell and you get all of that in place and look how quick they turn that around. So I think this is where a lot of it is. You have to go back and you have to determine the the, the path that you want to take your franchise and you got to go find that good football mind that may be a hidden gem somewhere that maybe it's not one of those house household names that, you know, we want to think about, but Man, that's that's easier said than done. We only have the answers here, Wags. We can only give the blueprint to go find those people. Is is the fun part? The cow New England can have. Here, hold on, yeah. Go back to that. Do oh, the sorry. Steelers get in, or do the Bills or Jags get in? Um. Well, let's see. The, for the Steelers to get in, they do need a loss from the Bills and the Jags. Correct. Like that's the scenario mm-hmm. that the Steelers need to get in. Um. I don't think they get in. Steeler Nation. I think you guys are, are watching from the stands this year um, or or from your homes, whatnot, you know, whichever analogy you want to use. Um, and one thing, like, I, you guys don't deserve to get in, honestly. Um, no. It's a – it's it, be real with yourselves. It's a mediocre, mediocre team, dude. Um, yeah. So, to me, uh, you know, just consider it a grace that you were able to have a – season saved by having a winning season i guess so Mm -hmm. yeah no i don't think one i don't think the i don't think the jags i don't think the jags will lose actually i mean there's tennessee needs to help out 
ultimately for the Texans to get in. I think the Texans take care of business, but I don't think Tennessee takes care of business against Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville wins. They get in and ultimately spoil the, the Steelers ride into the playoffs. So, yeah, sorry, I don't think yeah. it happens. And I like what Rob is saying right here. I mean, I, I'm talking about Nick Casario. I mean, maybe going back. But I think what really needs to happen there with New England is, is seriously. I mean, Detroit is the best example, like I'm talking about right there, where you go back and it's like a brand new slate. It's like wipe everything out. You know, we talk about our friends at More Clean, one of the great travel partners, going in and street sweeping and doing all these different things. I think that's what needs to happen in New England. But this is where you get a lot of the Dallas Cowboys syndrome to where it's like, well, We've done business the same way. I worked for a family-owned business, Wags, for a lot of years, and, man, they were wanting to do shit the same way, and markets were changing, things were evolving, and, and we were falling way behind. And I think that's what's happening right here. So I, I think it would be a great situation for them and probably the Chargers as well to where you go outside the box. Go outside the box and do something different to change. And, and I think Chicago needs to do the same thing. That's, you know, with the Justin Fields thing. It's go in there and, and set a new landscape, man. Paint a new picture. Wait, you think Justin Fields need you, – you think they need to go another way from Justin Fields? No, no, no. I, I say oh, they okay. need to keep him, but you got to go in there and, and figure out what you're going to do. I was about to lose my shit on you, Rodney. I was no, about to lose. No, no. Go, go in there Please. and figure out – yeah, figure out what you're going to do with your GM and your head coach. Do that shit first. and then. You go from there. But I think New England really does. I mean, it's been a hell of a run, man. Um, and with Casario, it was like 18 years there, you know, player personnel in charge of player development. He obviously does that well. He seems to be doing it well in Houston, I guess. <laughs> D'Amico Ryans. But, hell, um, I don't think he would leave at this point to go back to New England. But they do. They need a fresh start, dude. Just do something different. And unfortunately, with all due respect to Bill Belichick, I think that includes starting over at head coach. Mm, I see. I'm on the other side of the fence with that. I, I still think uh, try and make it work. You got one of the best head coaches to ever, to ever call, you know, a game. I still think he's, he's got it. I don't think the game's yeah. beyond him at all. Um, if anyone can adapt, it's Bill Belichick. Uh, I think maybe like you mentioned, he has a little bit too much on his plate. I also think he is, I have a lot of questions for the Bill Belichick disciples, right? Like, why mm -hmm. do, why doesn't it work? Like, right. wh wherever wherever you go and you're a head coach, you just fall short. But then you, when you come back in, it it still doesn't even work. Like Patricia, like Patricia was a, a defensive guru, a defensive genius, in his first stead with with Belichick. He leaves and goes to Detroit. He gets soured on, comes back. He doesn't know. It, it seems like he doesn't know how to roll out the defense. Or maybe like we were just talking about, the support system is gone. There's no more talent on the in the organization at all. And all the, you know, the picks that they've won or the talent that they've acquired with their draft capital over the years has has diminished and been traded yeah. out. That's, that's the ultimate question. Does Belichick want to go through that ride and build this thing back up again, or does he want to sign? I think you bring in another GM to let him go through all that paperwork, personnel bullshit, and let him just get back to football and get his guys right. Yep. Maybe that re revitalizes him just a little bit, re you know, and galvan you know, allows him to galvanize a team to, to be that Patriot championship club again. But, Dude, they're they're far off from it, Rodney. But I, I, again, like I think it would be hard for me and maybe the rest of the you know 
people watch, that watch football feel like this too. Football just wouldn't feel right without Belichick at this point. Like, and maybe that's well, just me being too much of a traditionalist at this at this moment. But uh, I, I still need a little bit of my belt. I, I need my my hoodie, my yeah. you know my hoodie coach on the sideline there, and just being disgruntled at the media. I still need that. I need somebody to fight back. If if Dan, you know what, Dan Campbell might be the Bill Bill Belichick might have passed the mantle to Dan Campbell. It's modern day Bill Belichick in terms right of fighting the media. Yeah, uh, I totally agree. And you know the other part of that wags is <laughs> there's is a, how... there's another clip. I don't know. I thought like sorry to cut you off there, but back yeah. I was watching McAfee for the first time. I turned TV on besides Texas Sports Unfiltered on for the first time uh, in a in a while yesterday, man, and saw Pat. You know. Uh, uh, Pat McAfee's got some pretty damn good guests come on. He played a clip with Dan Campbell, you know, having a one-on-one or not a one-on-one, but uh, I guess a, a an intimate interview with a few of the the pressers, right? Or, or I guess some of the radio guys. And he was just like, well, you say it. Say what you want to say now. I mean, he was like getting really vocal with the damn journalists yeah. or whatnot. And then after the journalist finally says, I think it was a bad decision, Dan Campbell goes, thank you. I appreciate your honesty. I'd still do it again. Uh, that's the shit yeah. I'm talking about, man. That's yeah. what we need. But anyways, well, go ahead, my guy. I'm sorry. That's I, whole, I mean, talking about that McAfee show, I, I mean, I, I was kind of, you know, slamming on him a while back, but uh, I've I've started to watch that show every here and again just, just to say that he sucks. I do like that show. <laughs> I, I really do like that show. It, it, um, to guess, man. He yeah. had Chuck Pagano on there yesterday, too, as a special guest, as a special co-host. And, yeah. like, uh, again, I was – I don't watch McAfee. I don't watch a lot of TV, you know, except for sports and then whatever, uh, you know, usually I have Texas sports unfiltered on from what, you know, I turn it off for our show. So it's not distracting in the background, but from eight to eight to five, I have it on. So also I like the monitor in case I need to jump on here and, and, you know, fix the app or whatnot in yeah. case that yeah. I don't have my phone on me. So there's a lot that yeah. goes down during the day, man, in the Wagner Casa. So it is a lot. It is a lot. Um, speaking of a lot, Wags, we had a lot of travel partners that uh, helped us get to New Orleans. All the great coverage right there. I mean, it really was. We dominated the market with all the live coverage that we had there. We had a show the day before the game. We had a four-hour pregame show. Nobody else was doing that shit. You only saw it and heard it on Texas Sports Unfiltered. All the great folks, all stat beer, covert bee cave. Talk about them all the all the time. Seven great locations or seven, seven different brands out there with three different dealerships in beautiful bee cave. Cannot say enough about covert BK for all they have done to us. Of course, Wags always talks talks about my man um, Tom McKay with AV Consultations. Good stock, man. I I I need to get myself out there. I need to get me something to grill this weekend because we're going to have a great weekend of football. Cover three hoops, ATX, Texas Orthopedics, Pest Wrangler, Hayes City Store and Ice House. Of course, you have Brian Hummel Realtor.com, Lake Cliff Golf Club, Leaf Landscape Company. Domino's Pizza. That's actually what I'm doing tonight, Wags. I'm actually going to pull up my Domino's app, and I'm going to get me that right there. Ordering at Domino's is easier than ever. You can do it virtually from anywhere. All you got to do is open up your phone online at dominoes.com. Either way, all of that is there. Text messaging, smart TVs, you can do it all from there. Facebook messaging, and a big thanks to Ike, our man Ike, uh, that came aboard and became a travel partner for us, dominoes.com. Download that app. You can track everything. You know when your pizza's in the oven. You know when your order's received. And most importantly, you know when that order is on its way and that person is about to drop that thing off to you and serve it hot, piping hot and ready for you at your door. 
Also, more clean. Got to talk about my man, Jose, former teammate there at Lockhart, premier street sweeping, construction sweeping, and erosion control company. They handle all of that for you, covering a massive territory, way up north of Waco, all the way down the other side of San Antonio. That's way down south, but they're headquartered right here in Round Rock, morecleantexas.com, or call them at 775-1918. They can take care of the stuff right there at your residence. They can go clean your patios, clean your decks, clean the side of your house, get all that nasty-ass mold and all that off the house. Call my man, Jose. They will take care of that for you. Also huge in the community. A lot of it wags right here in Raider Nation in Round Rock with the Cedar Ridge Raiders, uh, supporting marching bands, football, basketball, theater, many other extracurricular activities. As I said, it's one thing to be good clean, but it's a lot better to be more clean with two O's. It is more clean travel partners. Thank you all for being a part of our trip over to New Orleans this past weekend. Damn, we had, we had one more game. Which we had one more game. Dang it. That's all right. Would have been cool. Would have been cool to go to Houston. Um, man, I just when I'm you know starting to, to heal a little bit, you bring that up. Ike, what's up, my guy? Yeah, go support Ike. Go support Ike, man. And that's you know, everybody asks how you can support us. You support us by supporting our partners, our sponsors. Um, that is that is number one. Like, hey man, you know, can we give you some likes? Can we donate some money? Yeah, that's fantastic. But honestly, uh, reach out to our our partners, reach out to our sponsors, see what you can do with them. Um, that's uh, right. you know, see how you can support them. You know, order like we said. You know, you hungry? Go get a Domino's pizza from Mike's shop. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. go down to Cover Three. You want to go in? You you know, you you don't have the uh you know the sports setup like i have you're not able to call audiovisual consultations just yet but he's in your plan you know audio av consultations are in your future go sit down and have some uh fine dining at cover three or whatnot and then yeah. you know watch watch some sports games there and you know they matter of fact audiovisual consultations has put their setup in there so you'll be taken care of um mm -hmm. but uh there's there's just so much you want the best burger in texas <laughs> or uh, Hat Creek Burgers got one of them, but also Hay City Store. Hay City Store's got my favorite burger. It's the the bacon jam burger. So there's so many great sponsors that we have here with Texas Sports Unfiltered, and so many choices for you to go support and sponsor and support and help out our sponsors. That's the way you do it. That's how you support us out or yep. support our sponsors and help us out. Yep. All right. Um. So one more thing for the Steelers, right? To make it all spoiled and sour, just one more because the Steelers don't really have too much shit that they got to chew on, right? So I'd like, I'd like to. It's not that misery loves company, right? But I mean, as a suffering Giants fan, you know, it's it's fun to see some of my friends who just happen to be Steelers fans <laughs> um, suffering. Uh, yeah, suffer with me, right? You know, I'm not trying to pull anybody down. I'm trying to help them get me out. You know what I mean? Get me out of the misery and pull me out of the clouds. And sometimes a little bit of the funk's gonna gonna come off. But anyways, the Steelers might even actually win against Baltimore. You know what I mean? And they still they'll get to, they'll get. How did the Steelers get in with or not get in with ten wins? Well, one, the AFC was wild and chaotic, more chaotic than chaos theory, as a matter of mm -hmm. fact. But it's also the 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 fact that if you would have been able to take care of business, maybe even like you said, go to Rudolph. A little bit earlier in the yep. season, hell, yep. maybe, maybe you would have had up, you know, eleven wins, or maybe you know, been able to surpass uh, the Cleveland Browns, who they weren't afraid to go ahead and pull the trigger and make a knee jerk decision, which I thought was was happening at the moment, going out and getting Joe Flacco, but apparently yep. that has worked well to their benefit. So I, 
again, kudos to Cleveland. I can't take anything away from them. I thought they made a horrible decision at the time, but it looked like it proved well, to be very damn good. Well, and Wags, you know, I was looking this morning, and I have it pulled up right here now that you mentioned Pittsburgh and and the good winning season. I mean, I, I respect the hell out of Mike Tomlin. Uh, taking on Baltimore. Baltimore is going to be resting some guys, but here are the scenarios for Pittsburgh. <laughs> These are the Steeler clinching scenarios. Pittsburgh win plus Buffalo loss or Pittsburgh win plus Jacksonville loss or tie. I'm not done. Pittsburgh win plus Houston Indianapolis tie or Pittsburgh tie plus Jacksonville loss plus Houston Indianapolis doesn't end in a tie or Jacksonville loss plus Denver win plus Houston Indianapolis doesn't win in a tie. Odds are good. They're going to miss the playoffs. Yeah, they, they, they got going too late. I mean, they got going too late. I mean, that's that's the whole thing right there. And you go back, Wags, that's been the beauty of watching this this year is that it, you go back and you look at one game. You look at one game. Go back and, I mean, for my Cowboys fans, Go back and look at the Arizona game. If you'd have won that game, you'd be deadlocked with the fucking 49ers. You could say that for Philadelphia too, right? Like, exactly. If, exactly. If, like, how the hell did the Cardinals beat Philly and Dallas? And Dallas. And Dallas. Yeah. Like Kyler Murray, and that, was, that wasn't way, 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 way. Dallas didn't lose to Kyler Murray. No. No, they didn't lose to Kyler Murray. They lost to... um. Philly lost to Kyler Murray, though. Philly lost to Kyler Murray. Yeah. And and the whole Dallas thing is Dallas didn't, Dallas didn't lose to Kyler Dallas Murray. Dallas lost to Dobbs, right? They lost to Dobbs, and they got boat raced. That's, yeah. That's where it's so yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah. You can go back and look at the Philadelphia game, and it's like, okay, well, well, there's Kyler Murray. Hey, Damn. right quick wags, uh, coded text line, and, of course, you can be a part of that, 222-9328. And this bad boy is on fire today. Uh, an 806 number. 806 number also talking about uh, an NIL deal at Tech and Basketball where the dude had to stay and play because he owed money. He owed money. Um, oh, okay. Con so that we go back to contractual fulfillment or fulfilling yep. a contract. That's right. Okay. But also saying Chargers' job was bright and sunny until Staley imploded it. I totally agree with that. Uh, our man checking oh, in once again. Is, that, is it all on Staley? Because I feel like it was bad before Staley got there, too. Yeah, yeah. I agree. It, it, it's always been in limbo. You know what I mean? And that's where I go they back. Just, to they've never been able to get out. Hell, even when Schottenheimer was there, they weren't able. I mean, they were able to win and get into the playoffs, but they weren't able to get over the hump and get to the Super Bowl. You it's, know, I, it's just like Dallas. It's just like Dallas. You know, so many things have been in place. It's never been what the Chargers. It's never been so much about kind of like we talk about Texas. You just don't develop it. I mean, you have all the weapons. Everything is right there. Go back and look, you know, the last five or six years, they just can't get their shit in one sock, as I like to say. Um, also with you, got a 512-966 number uh, with you, Wags. Uh, the Bears need to keep fields. I totally agree with that. Uh, let's take a look right here. Oh, this is cool. Michael C that always checks in there on YouTube. He actually sent a picture and he has the whole front side of a vehicle, the dash, everything tore out. Uh, I'm an auto technician. Just want to thank y'all guys for making my D, uh, making my day easier with the work that we are putting in. Thank you, Michael C. Hey, you man, are my kind of dude. If you are hey, an no, auto technician, something, let me tell you something about like, uh, auto technicians and mechanics too, right? Like one, you know, my my wife is a you know comes from a family of auto techs technician mm -hmm. and, and mechanics um they are like doctors Absolutely. Uh, i i've i've said this time and time out you don't just go to any doctor right or that that would be socialized medicine 
is what that is. Um, you like to go and pick, you know, the the doctor of your choice, right? The best doctor, the doctor suited for you, right? And once you find that doctor, or hell, even a barber, you you find the right barber for your maybe doctor isn't the right analogy for you. You find the right person. The 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 point of this is finding the perfect fit. And sometimes a lot of me, a lot of you know mechanics out there just might not be the perfect fit for you. But when you find that perfect fit, my God, man, take care of them, dude, because oh. they really are. They're like a good doctor or a damn good uh, a good barber, man. Once you find one that's just perfect for you, make sure you take care of them good. Tip them out. I, I got one right here at Texas Auto Care, man. Cody, I take care of Cody all the time, dude. He helps me out. My guy, man. Thank you man, guys so much. As a matter of fact, you know, so, sorry, this is a, we'll call it a PSA. No. Texas Auto Care. It just kind of came up in natural conversation, but damn, man, they took care of me, dude. So make sure you and take I, care of your mechanics, man, for sure, 100%. And, and I totally get it. You know, from years and years, you, you know, with my dad and I and my uncle racing cars, you know, we're, with those old Camaros. Yeah, how did you and, not end up a mechanic? That's that was That's a crazy – I've never asked you that. Never applied myself. It, How are you it was not a motorhead? Uh, man, I, I've learned. I, I can tell people things that I know. I mean, I do sell GM engines, <laughs> but uh, I can give you specs and all that. But I don't fucking know how to do any of that. I, I mean, it. Uh, but but the thing is, especially now with vehicles, I mean, the picture that, have you, that Michael, taken, have you ever taken part of transmission? Um, I, I've installed and uninstalled transmissions, okay. but taking them apart, you never, but you never dismantled and reassembled. The times that I've tried to do any of that wags, it it, it breaks, it it fucking falls okay. apart. But now with with vehicles these days, I mean, it really is a surgeon because I mean, go, like I always talk about with covert going to their eighty six service base, go open the hood on your car and look in there and look at that fucking mess. Right. And and you know, I, I think that's where. No, you no. Know, if you're a tech, if you're a master tech, you need to be computer oh, savvy too. So my god, you know, the old days, you know, like with the with the race cars that we had, you open the hood, you had headers, you had air cleaner, carburetor, all that. You need to drop a transmission. You go under there. There's nothing under there. It's really easy to do that kind of shit. But now, like I talk about all the time, dude, I went to change a cabin air filter on one of my cars and I destroyed the glove box trying to do that shit. So that's why when you find these auto technicians, these guys, let them take care of that for you. I've got some great folks in Cedar Park, Computer Age Automotive. They they have, have literally wags. My kids, my girls have older vehicles and those folks have kept those things with a pulse just with the work that they've done um it, and it is i mean appreciate those change, your, change your oil and it lasts for your lasts you forever man do the do the little things right takes care of the big things i preach about that all works. the time man preach about right. all the time all right my guy we got a few minutes before we turn it over to it's only an hour here uh what's some last things you want to get out any any finalized games i mean let we could we should go through here and give our picks though even though um I'm, I'm planning on doing it on the Wagner wire, but I want yeah, to yeah, do that as yeah, well, yeah. man. But go ahead. Let's uh, let's walk through it, man. Let's go down the slate here. I'll give you I'll give you greens here, Rodney. What do you think about the games on Saturday here? We talked a little bit about it. I, I said the Steelers might actually get the win. They'll they'll beat the Ravens in Baltimore because I don't think the Ravens are playing any of the ones. I think they're going to be dressing out all the twos. Yeah, yeah. What are they talking about? Their Steelers. Uh, Steelers are favored three. Three, yeah, three. Uh, I think you go with the Steelers right there because, like we talked about, I mean, the Ravens are going to rest as they should. But again, at the same time, are they? I think they will. I think they will. You go with the Steelers there, in my opinion. Texans and Colts. Oh. Houston's got to take care oh. of business. Plus, they need some help from the Titans against Jacksonville in order to dance into the playoffs and represent the AFC South as champions there. Um, going up against the Colts, Colts are. Um, Colts are the home team here, but they're also uh, 
getting a spot from Houston, a point and a half here. It's basically a pick them if you ask me, mm-hmm. but uh, because it's in, in Indianapolis, uh, the number's down just a little bit for Houston, only favored a point and a half. Uh, CJ Stroud coming back, but is that enough? Um, he's missing his weapons from his wide receiver arsenal. But however, like I talked about at the beginning of the show, they do have Pierce and Singletary, a good one-two punch combination. Sure, the pass will have to be predicated off the run, but I think it can get done. Texans in prime time. How about that? I mean, that doesn't Ooh, happen very right. often. They're always at noon game. Um, I'm going to go with the Texans here. I think they do enough. I think they're going to be prepared. I mean, it really is a pick em. This may be a field goal ball game right here, but home field advantage there for Indianapolis, like you said, Wags. But I'm going with the Texans here. I think they cover and on to the playoffs. On to the playoffs, possibly. Playoffs? Playoffs? playoffs. <laughs> a little Jim Moore there, man. Um, how about the Browns and the Bengals in the battle of Cincinnati and the Paul Browns here? Um, Cincinnati favored seven and a half because Joe Flacco and his crew is going to be taking a nap in the locker room instead of on the sideline, man. They figured it's going to be a little bit chilly up in Cincinnati there with 41 degree temperature. That's the estimated time to start there um what are you thinking about the Bengals here you think they actually uh get it done and make their season somewhat of a, a memory uh, so i mean to speak? i think they do i mean i don't know if they cover that but it's um it's kind of one so of those that's things. a lot of that touchdowns a lot i mean that's a lot right that, that's Browns like be playing anybody on defense either so that number yeah. one or the number two defense in in the nfl isn't going to be yeah. out there so to speak yeah so. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, they probably do cover. I mean, it's, I mean, you got, you got to get some momentum, but I, I don't know, man. Uh, Cleveland, I mean, they, they, they really are, man. They're coming in here on the tear. And I really do think momentum's important. I don't give a damn who's out there. Well, Brown, because, the Browns uh, can't can better their position, I don't think, right? Uh, no. Um, yeah. They're going to be where they're no, the only be. way that they, no, the only way that they can get in is, or better their position is by winning the North. Yeah, so. yeah, no, I, I think they're going to cover it. I mean, they may lose, but I think they're going to cover it, dude. All right, man. Next game on the slate, Vike. Oh, God, hit hit me with it, Rodney. We have the Vikings from Minnesota. Oh, man. Damn it, Rodney. All right, and then we also have Detroit, the fighting Dan Campbells here. Well, I'll give you another shot. I'll give you another shot. So, Minnesota! All right. There we go. Thank you so much. There he so we is. Got Minnesota, like Joe just said there, uh, going up against Detroit. Detroit's a little bit pissed off, a little sour taste in their mouth. They still want to play. Their favorite three and a half here going up against the Vikings. Uh, what do you like about this? You think the Vikings uh, have a shot? You might be wrong team favored here, or do the Lions cover? Who's going to be the quarterback? <laughs> Who's the quarterback for the Vikings? Uh, that, that's, Good damn uh, question. I still think it's Mullins. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be Mullins. Um you know, I, I'm going with the Lions uh, because they're going to cover and they're going to win because, like I was talking about, they're they're going to play the following week. So, man, I, I think that's so important. Uh, people undersell that all the time to to where I think you, you don't want to go in with a dud, right? I mean, if you're going into the playoffs, shit, you don't want to go in and get beat by 20 points or something like that. This is a divisional game. I mean, that that, that, that there's a lot that 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 means to both teams here. How I think the Lions. How much I, they're going to win it right? Looking at looking at this breakdown, how much is the two better than the three? 
I think it's a matter of having playing. that's what you're playing for if you're Detroit and Dallas here, right? You're playing yeah. you're playing who you're gonna play in the next week. It's a matter right. of who gets to be at home that second week or who right. has the opportunity to be at home to where for the Cowboys, that's imperative. I mean, you gotta be at home. Um, but man, Detroit, I'll, I mean, depending yeah, on who sad you have. To say that. Don't 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 say don't phrase it like that because the writing could definitely be on the wall if you phrase it like the Cowboys gotta be at home. Oh my god! And I don't even I don't even buy into that bull that Cowboys are are terrible on the road bullshit. Even though that that is the stat and you, you know stats don't lie. I don't I don't know, man. That's a well, terrible. I, I was I was optimistic in the Miami game because with that one, you know, they kind of battled back and and I'm like, okay, well there we go. But again, I'm not sold on Miami, so it's like, okay, yeah, whatever, whatever, yeah. But but they suck on the road. Bottom line, it's better to be at home. Play the Lions again. That would that that'll be a hell of a matchup, Wags. If that if that becomes a divisional round game there in the NFC, if you get uh, the Lions at Dallas, that'll be a lot of fun. That'll be a lot. Um, of fun. Yes, Mullins is the starter for the Vikings. Um, the Vikings. Ah, yeah, the Vikings. The Vikings. Is, I wonder if, is that still Bucky's favorite team? The Vikings. Mm-hmm. The purple oh, yeah. team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I just confirmed it. Yeah, Mullins. Mullins is starting in the finale that came out two days ago against the Lions. Yeah. So there, there we have it there. Um, all right, let's continue down the slate, my guy. Jags and Titans, we just talked about this. Uh, Titans need to win to help the Texans get in. Not going to happen. Um, yeah, I don't not going to so. happen. Uh, even though, yeah, I still don't even know if Lawrence is healthy or not. I thought maybe, I, a matter of fact, I thought that he was actually going to get a chance to go here. Um, I didn't confirm reports. I should have done that. I'm, I apologize, yeah. uh, ladies yeah. and gents. Um, but regardless of the fact, I don't think that the Titans will actually be able to best the Jaguars, which sucks because um, I, I do see the Texans being able to take care of business. Uh, but yeah, uh, again, they, they do need some help. So the Jacksonville Jaguars are favored three and a half here. Rodney, do you think they cover it? No, I, I don't. I, I don't think. I mean, they're they're kind of backsliding right here coming into this. Um, and, and I saw are somebody you saying, ask, fa- you saying wrong team favored or saying you wrong, saying wrong, wrong team favored? And, and I may be going out on on a limb right there. But so here's I saw somebody ask about the Houston. Uh, I think it was my man Ike asking about the Texans. Houston clinches the AFC South division title with a win and a Jacksonville loss or tie. Uh, they clinch a playoff berth with a Houston win or. Houston tie plus Jacksonville loss and a Pittsburgh loss or tie. So Houston go win. Um, hope Jacksonville. I'm re- Don't get me wrong. I'm rooting for him. You know, mm-hmm. I, I oh, just, yeah. I, I don't think that the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to fall to the Titans. I just, I, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I, I think a lot of this depends on, on how, what, what do we get from the Titans? Um, do, do we get them half assing? They're going to Olay this game or, or what are they going to do? We don't know. I mean, that that's it's divisional game. So they might want to play spoiler. That's the yep. thing. Yep. Yep. Um, everybody's got really... divisional pride and plus man, we talked about this earlier in the show. You're a professional. You're playing for your job, right? You're yep. playing for next year as well. Like week 18 is a good thing because it allows more eyes on you and allows you to, or also if, if some of the, um, some of the teams that are already solidified, right? And I guess mm-hmm. this happens, you know, regardless of 17 weeks or 18 weeks. Um, the twos get out there and they get a chance to play for their spot and they get a chance to play and get real actual game time footage and game time speed and yeah. game time reps. 
to allow well, you know the front office and head coach to see how they can play up against ones that are trying to play and get into their season. So yeah, or get into yeah. the postseason. So and, and when we talk about some of these teams like the Titans, I mean it would be one thing I think if the Titans were in a position to where if they lose like like Houston last year, where if you lose this game, it's going to put you one, two, three, four, or something like that in, in the draft order. But for this, they're they're not middle of the road, but they're at the lower end right there of the top ten. So it's not really going to affect what happens right there. So. It, I would hope that that they're going to go in there and sell out and try to. And you said the divisional thing. I mean, to me, that that's a whole thing right there. You want to spoil that. I mean, you want to spoil that. I think I would as a paid professional. Um, Jets and Patriots. Uh, a lot of Patriot talk with Bill Belichick today. Do you think they can right the ship and beat the Jets right now? New England's favorite two. Um, going into this over under thirty and a half. Let's kind wags of run through me. this here because I see the boys getting ready to jump in here backstage. Yeah, wags to me. This one's really a coin flip. It's it's like okay. who wants it? Who wants it less? Right. <laughs> right. No, I got you. The, the I got Jets you. Um, out. I'm going to take. I'm going to take the Jets here. I think the Jets are able to to pull it out and beat the Patriots. Actually, I'm going to walk that back. It's in Foxborough. Yeah. It's in Foxborough. Yeah, G- give me the patsies on this one. Uh, give me I the think. give me the give me the Patriots over the Jets here. Yeah. Um, Falcons yeah. and Saints. Uh, Falcons need a chip, a chair, and a prayer to get in and a miracle to get into this, but um, I don't think they allow – or, excuse me, I don't think the Saints allow the Falcons to come marching in, so to speak. No pun intended there. Um, But anyways, uh, the Saints get it done. Saints are favored by three. I like the Saints for this. Yeah, Saints will cover, and that's a bad thing, like you said. I mean, it becomes all irrelevant depending on what happens with the Buccaneers. Um, and and like I said, if the Bucks were playing somebody else, that that would Bucks, be one yeah. thing. But the Panthers, yeah, uh, yeah and Bucks, you know, Bucks are favored four and a half against the Panthers. They'll cover that easily. Um, down go the Panthers. We can, you know, don't have to spend too much time on that game. On to the later afternoon games: Bears and Packers. I like the Bears here. I like the Bears to spoil what the Packers have going for them, and plus, it's Justin Fields. Last kind of audition, guess, uh, audition, yeah. yeah, to sit there and say, Hey, front office, you know, please keep me and, and pass on Caleb Williams here. Um, uh, I guess, so to speak, he's playing for his job and I he guess is. to win the fan base over Broncos and Raiders, excuse me. Uh, yeah, we already talked about it. Bears, Bears, uh, cover and beat the Packers here, Rodney. That's what you got. That's right. Yep. All right. Uh, Broncos and Raiders here. Um, I like the Raiders over the Broncos, Rodney. How about you? I'll take the Raiders. Yeah. Yep. All right. Philly and the Giants. Philly favored uh, by six. Of course, they're playing for to better their position. What do you like here? I'd like the Giants to win, but I know better. Yeah, it's, not, it's, yeah. it's all it's it's all Eagles here. Seahawks and Cardinals. I like the Seahawks. They're also favored by three. 100%. Give me the Seahawks yep. over the Cardinals. Yep. Uh, Chiefs and the Chargers. We just talked about this. Uh, the Chargers can't get out of their own way. Chargers are actually favored three and a half, but they'll somehow find a way to squander that, even though the Chiefs aren't playing anybody. So, um, again, um, you yeah, might they're, have they're in team favored there. I say that fictitiously, or fictitiously, but um, it could actually it could actually come to fruition. Yep. Uh, so to speak. Rams and 49ers uh, give me 49ers all day long. They keep this thing going and continue uh, supremacy in the NFC and continued uh, number one their number one reign and get the buy uh cowboys and commanders the boys take care of business it's a big spread but the cowboys could 
They could cover. That's 13 points, though, Rodney. That's a lot of points to cover in the NFL, man. I like to think commanders actually cover in this game, um, but the Cowboys still win. And then, of course, prime time, we got the Bills and the Dolphins. I think the Bills take care of business. They're also favored two and a half here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the All Cowboy right. game's going to be closer than we want it to be. One hundred percent. Eric Henry and Jeff Howe join us today for it's only an hour. We kind of cut into their time. Apologies, a little bit, gentlemen. There, um, but anyways, how you guys doing? What's up? <clears throat> this Friday, I, I realized after this New Orleans trip that uh, you can even speed on the highway. It's it's going to take my uh, it's going to take my circadian rhythms a, a little bit to get back regulated it, but it, it's okay it hit me last night it hit me last night jeff it, it was like man okay i felt the drive last night it was like oh man i woke up this morning i'm like damn what did what did i do man so uh yeah, yeah a little delayed reaction right there yeah i got a chair in my office i was i was kind of starting to do some work last night next thing i know i caught myself snoring it was like 1 a.m <laughs> like, probably need to probably need to close up shop and get to bed that's right that's all right time to go time to go good stuff all right no, we got well, a lot to talk about we got we got portal activity and all Boom. kinds of stuff going on today. Can't wait yes, to hear sir. it, man. I'm going to turn you guys on the TV back here behind me and get to work, man. You guys have a great show and happy Friday, everybody. Hook have a good up. weekend, guys.